Welcome to the Loveland Libcast, the official podcast of the Loveland Public Library. Joining me for this episode of the Loveland Libcast, I am excited to welcome back guests from the Larimer County Office on Aging. I am speaking with Danny and Brittany, and they are from the Family Caregiver Support Program. Danny and Brittany, welcome to the Loveland Libcast. Thank you for having us. We're so happy to be here. Yeah. Thanks for being here. It, it was a lot of fun to talk to Aaron and Mark, and I'm eager to learn more about the Family Caregiver Support Program. And I wanted to start, as I always do, with just getting to know our guests a little bit before we dive into the main topic. So I'll start with you, Danny. Give our listeners a little bit of your background, uh, anything you'd like to share, what your role at the Larimer County Office on Aging is, and for how long you've been with that organization. So I graduated from Metro in Denver with my degree in therapeutic recreation. So a lot of my experience in the past was working with children and adults with physical and intellectual disabilities. And then about two years ago, I worked as an activity director at a nursing home for four years. So that really helped me see my passion for working with older adults kind of where it all started for me. I was born and raised in Colorado. It's where my whole family is. My husband's family is here. And so love being here. We love Fort Collins. And I've been with the Office on Aging for two years now. And my whole time in two years has been working with the Family Caregiver Support Program. Awesome. Thank you for that. Brittany, same question for you. If you want to share a little bit about your background and especially working with the Office on Aging. Yeah. My educational background is in psychology, uh, but I've been working in human services for about 10 years now. Everything from early childhood intervention to work with veterans, at-risk youth, brain injury rehab. I'm originally from upstate New York. We moved here about four years ago. We have a three-year-old daughter. She keeps us very busy. We love Fort Collins and Larimer County in general. It's a really amazing place with wonderful resources and people, and we plan to stay here for the long haul. All right. Thank you. You both mentioned some of your educational and work backgrounds, but what was it about the Office on Aging specifically that appealed to you for what they do and what your job allows you to do? What attracted me to Office on Aging in general was the Family Caregiver Support Program. I think it's just something that's so vital to this community and just such a lifeline and a resource hub for so many people. I'm was really excited about it. I'm still really excited about it. It's my favorite role that I've ever had. This is a dream job for sure. (laughs) That's awesome. Danny, how about yourself? What is it about the Office on Aging that appealed to you? I mean, I echo everything Brittany said. It is truly an incredible team to work on. I mean, I discovered the joys that come from working with older adults when I was working at the nursing home. So when I saw the opportunity to play a more active role in helping seniors and caregivers access the support and resources that's available in the community, I was all over it. The Office on Aging team, it's incredible. It's a group of people who 
they're genuine, they're intentional. We all have the same goal of helping other people. But working on the family caregiver support program in particular is so rewarding because we get to really meet people where they're at. And oftentimes we meet people when they're at a low point or they're really struggling and seeking direction and help. And luckily, because Larimer County is amazing and it listens to what the needs of the community are and they act on it and they provide resources to fill the gaps, Brittany and I have this opportunity to share what those resources and support systems are with caregivers. And so it brings a lot of people hope and faith and energy when they need it the most. That certainly sounds very impactful. And it's great to know that there are these kind of county resources out there. Speaking of the Family Caregiver Support Program, Danny, could you give listeners an overview about what exactly that entails and what it is? Yeah. So the Family Caregiver Support Program, it's a branch of the Office on Aging. Brittany and I, we do free consultations with caregivers, which is where we meet one-on-one with them and their families. Typically, we do these in their home or we could do them over the phone. It's really an opportunity for caregivers to share what's going well with their situation along with where they need a little bit more support. And so from there, we can guide what resources in Larimer County might be a good fit for them. So for example, if someone is, say, really struggling with meals or transportation or finding home care, Brittany and I can provide those targeted resources that are available to help fill those gaps and support those areas. We also offer free caregiver classes in our program with the help of our community partners. So one of those classes is Powerful Tools for Caregivers. And we offer this throughout the year. It's where we meet as a group for two hours once a week over the course of six weeks. We talk about ways to reduce caregiver stress and how to communicate your needs and your feelings when you're caring for someone else. It's a really impactful class that we offer, and we're proud to offer that. And then we also have our internal respite voucher programs which is where qualified caregivers can access some respite dollars in order to assist in the cost associated with hiring help so that they can get a break in their caregiving roles. It empowers people to take care of themselves and to ask for help when they need it. And something we're really excited about with that is we have our original respite voucher that we've had for years, but last summer we officially launched a new respite voucher program specific to grand families. So we're really happy to have both those respite voucher programs in our family caregiver support program. Folks who are listening to this who live in Loveland, they are a caregiver. They should definitely reach out to you all to learn about these resources, get more information. Is that something where they should go to a website or you mentioned they could call? Is there a phone number that they should be looking for? Absolutely. We encourage anybody to call, even if they're not sure if they qualify or they want to just get more information on it. We strongly encourage they give us a call. Brittany and I have our shared family caregiver phone number, and that is 970-498-7758. And they can reach us directly through there. Awesome. Thank you. We'll make sure that that's in the description and the show notes for this episode. 
So speaking of caregivers and the term family caregiver, Brittany, I wanted to ask you, who do you consider to be a family caregiver? So a family caregiver can be anyone from just a relative, adult child, spouse, grandparent, friend, uh, neighbor, anybody who has a personal relationship with and provides assistance to the care receiver. This could be anything from picking up groceries for your parents who can't drive anymore to providing daily assistance with activities of daily living like bathing or dressing, things of that nature. I think it's great for people to know what that definition is and if they know someone who fits that or they themselves fit that, they're a person who should look into these resources and reach out to you all. Another term that came up is respite. Could you elaborate for folks who may not know what that is or need to know more about that? So the term respite really means a short-term break. It can look like hiring a home care agency to come and help you clean your house, or it could even be just asking a friend to come and visit with the person that you care for so that you can do something that fills your own cup, whether that's like getting your hair done or your nails done or even taking a nap or going for a walk or joining a support group. It's crucial in order to avoid caregiver burnout. I mean, not only does it cause harm to the caregiver themselves, but it also impacts the quality of care that they're giving. Because when you're burnt out and you're not taking time for yourself, you might feel more irritable or impatient or frustrated, and then you may not give care in the loving way that you had intended to. Yeah, as you were describing that, that's what I was thinking is that it negatively impacts both the the caregiver and the person receiving care. And it's probably very important to create a sustainable way to give care that includes respite so that you don't reach that place where things just start to fall apart or it really gets hard to get back on track with good caregiving. Exactly. That's so true, Daniel. And it's kind of a cliche thing to say, but you, everyone says you can't care for somebody unless you're caring for yourself. And that's so true. And that's what respite is supposed to do to help, help you care for others well so you can care for yourself. And we touched on this a little bit in that discussion of respite. Brittany, what else does caregiver burnout look like and how can people avoid it? Caregiver burnout is a state of physical, emotional, and mental exhaustion. So this can happen when caregivers don't get the help that they need, when they try to do more than they're able to. And we find that caregivers are often so busy caring for others that they tend to neglect their own emotional and physical health. And the demands on a caregiver's body, mind, emotions, it can be incredibly overwhelming and can lead to some of those feelings of fatigue and hopelessness and then ultimately caregiver burnout. Just to try to prevent some of that, some things that we encourage people to do is to just find somebody that you trust. So a friend, neighbor, family member, just talk a little bit about, you know, some of your feelings and frustrations and be honest and open and try to find somebody kind of judgment-free. A professional is a wonderful source. During our consultations, we often refer caregivers to a program at Aging Clinic of the Rockies. They provide eight free sessions for family caregivers for counseling. And it's one-on-one. -on -one. It's really great. You can continue on with them past the eight sessions, joining a support group, joining powerful tools for caregivers, 
And then just overall taking advantage of some of the respite services that we offer. I know sometimes people can feel guilty for accepting some of that help, but it really is important to know that this is something that benefits everybody. And it's not a luxury to set some time, you know, to feed your soul and do things that you love and things that can kind of recharge and and replenish. We do have all these wonderful, wonderful resources in Larimer County, but it's just really nice to have somebody to navigate those with you. So Danny and I are always more than happy to do that with caregivers and just to kind of weave together the web that is all of these resources. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. I know that often at the library, we can kind of become a general point like that for lots of different resources where the first step is usually just contacting someone to understand what exactly is out there because it might be across different websites, different organizations, and knowing that people can reach out to you all and have that consultation and get that recommendation for what suits their situation. That's that's really impactful and important. I have one thing to add to that. I think there is an importance of reaching out to our office or to these resources before you reach the caregiver burnout phase, because it's a lot simpler and easier on your mind to navigate the resources when you're at a place where you can see them for what they are and kind of go through that process at your own time. Sometimes we find caregivers that give us a call when they're well past the caregiver burnout phase. And it is more challenging to navigate everything that's out there when you're already feeling overwhelmed. So we just encourage people to to reach out to us and see what's available and what's out there before you find yourself in the crisis stage. Yeah, you don't want to be in a situation where it's you only feel like you should reach out if, if it's gotten to the point where you don't know what to do. It's These are resources and conversations that people should just be having so that it never gets to that point. I appreciate you mentioning that. Thank you. Are there any other resources, opportunities, or things that people might want to have on their radar that are coming up that you'd like to make people aware of or share for our listeners? We have a few different powerful tools for caregiver classes still on the schedule for 2023. So we have a class coming up in May, and then we have one in June and one in August. And so if anyone's interested in signing up for one of those classes, they're really, really great classes and a good way to network with other caregivers and be on a similar page with other people. And then we have respite vouchers that are available for our original respite voucher, which is for those caring for someone 60 and over or has a diagnosis of dementia. But we also have our new respite voucher program targeted for grand families, and we've got plenty of those vouchers available. Anyone who's 55 and over in Larimer County who is the primary caregiver of a child 17 years and younger, they can apply for our grand family respite voucher and receive some support in order to help pay for the cost of like camps or after school programs or a babysitter. And then we also have a caregiver pampering day event that's scheduled in May. So this is an event where we partner with other organizations in Larimer County, like Dementia Together, Volunteers of America, and the Alzheimer's Association. And we put together a day of relaxation and pampering for caregivers. And so we're really excited to be offering that again come May. If anybody wants to check out what we have going on in the Office on Aging, 
we always encourage folks to look at our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.com forward slash LCOA of Colorado. And that's where we post a lot of what's happening and going on in our office. If folks were interested in learning more about the powerful tools for caregivers or more about those vouchers that they might have access to, would you recommend that they go to the Facebook page or call the number or, or the website or is all of the above perhaps? All of the above is just fine. I think if they want to start by kind of dipping a toe in, then the Facebook page is a great place to start, but they could always give us a call anytime. And Brittany and I are more than happy to talk with them about opportunities and resources over the phone, or we're happy to meet them at their house or at a park or anywhere that's convenient for them. Great. Thank you. And if I remember correctly, that powerful tools for caregivers do you all recommend that, that folks should consider taking the whole series of those classes? Yeah, good question. So the Powerful Tools for Caregiver class is an evidence-based class. And so we do encourage and ask that caregivers do their best to attend all six classes in order for the class to be the most effective. Each class kind of builds on the one before. And so it is important to get the most out of the class that people or attending as many of the classes as possible. Awesome. We will, of course, have all of those resources available, like I said, in the description of this episode. So thank you for letting our listeners know all about these resources and, and explaining what you all do. Before we wrap things up, I always like to end the show by asking our guests if they have one or two book recommendations something they're watching, listening, reading, what you enjoy in your own time. Danny, do you have something that you'd like to share with listeners? Yeah. So I was never a big reader, but this year I decided I really wanted to find a book that I liked and just dive into it. So I asked around to a lot of my friends in a book that a lot of people in my life right now have read or are reading it's called It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, which I believe they're making a video about it in the future if they haven't already. <laughs> I haven't been able to put that book down. And that's the first book I've ever picked up that I've actually looked forward to reading it every night. And, you know, I make this goal that I'm going to read one chapter each night and I find myself reading multiple chapters. Each night. So <laughs> I've really enjoyed that one so far. Yeah, that's always the sign of an awesome book when it really <laughs> <laughs> sticks with you and you want to keep going. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And Brittany, we were talking before we started recording that you don't have a personal recommendation necessarily, <laughs> but you have been enjoying a lot of children's books, pictures books, and yes. uh, there might be some favorites that you want to share with folks. Yes, I did used to love to read books. Um, <laughs> I did not have a three-year-old. And now that I do, uh, we read a lot of, I don't know if you guys have read Caps for Sale. It's been around for like 300 years. I don't know. It's a very, very, very old book. It's wonderful. She wants to read it all the time. It's so simple and adorable and we love it. We read it. I probably like every three nights she wants to read it and then Stella Luna, that was another one that she's recently gotten into and that I love. Um, but yeah, everything Eric Carl, all the good stuff. So we're at a fun age where, you know, we're doing like 
three books a night typically, and she's just loving them all. So, all right. So, really, you've That's never fun. read more. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, actually, I am. I'm reading nightly. <laughs> just sometimes it's the same same material. <laughs> oh yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, well, thank you for those, Danny and Brittany. Thank you so much for joining the Loveland Libcast. It's been really great to get to learn more about the Larimer County Office on Aging having Aaron and Mark on earlier and folks can check out that episode came out in early January and now to get to talk to both of you about the family caregiver support program. So really appreciate you having this conversation with us and sharing all that you do and all these resources that people have access to in Loveland and Larimer County. So thank you for joining the Loveland Libcast. Thank Thank you. Yeah, we're so appreciative of you guys. So thank you for having us on. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Loveland Libcast. We hope you come back in the future. We'll have more great episodes this year and much appreciated. And we will talk to you all later. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loveland Libcast. If you'd like to contact us about the podcast, please reach out to Daniel at daniel.tate at cityofloveland.org. That's D-A-N-I-E-L dot T-A-T-E at cityofloveland.org. See you next time.